All school year long, students in all educational settings work hard to produce products. Products for their teachers to evaluate, judge, and assess. Products such as writing samples, posters, video recordings, prototypes, and so much more. Many teachers are working hard to get more creative with the products that their students create in an attempt to increase levels of engagement. But with online learning seemingly becoming a new normal in education, maybe the idea of products being such a heavily weighted assessment form needs to see reform. This podcast is just that, reform of an assessment in education. Conversations with Campbell is an attempt to bring one of the most basic forms of communication to the forefront of assessment in education, having a conversation. So much knowledge and learning is exchanged in a conversation between teacher and student, or even student to student, that it cannot be overlooked as a genuine demonstration of a student's learning. Some might even argue that a conversation demonstrates a student's learning so much more than a product ever could. A great example of this would be a cliche science fair. Each entrant is judged based off their product a typical tri-fold Bristol board, and maybe even a working prototype. But most science fairs are won or lost when the judges converse with the participants, and the participants get to explain their work with the judges directly. Whatever side of this fence you fall on, you cannot argue that learning happens in conversation. So buckle up and enjoy Conversations with Campbell. Okay, welcome in to another episode of Conversations with Campbell. Uh, today we have Aditya and Kirpa. We might get some others to join. We will see. If they do, we will announce their entrance. Otherwise, it is us three having a conversation about Fight for Power, book number two, chapters 10 to 16. So I told you guys to uh, bring something to the conversation for this session. So whoever wants to start, take it away. Um, so one thing that stood out to me was the fact that I always saw that Herb was never trying to like, well, not never trying to, but Herb was always focused on survival. So when Adam and Herb were discussing about whether they should make a decision, I forgot which one it was in, partic in particular, but... Herb is always interested in the their survival, whether it makes the people happy or not. Okay. Can you in what part of this, like in the ten to chapter ten to sixteen, what what in particular are you referring to? Yeah, I have to find it because I forgot where it was. So just give me a minute, I'll find it. Okay. So I think it's I mean, that's been a theme throughout the story is that Herb is putting the survival of the community at the forefront of kind of every decision, right? He's willing to do the hard stuff if it means survival for everyone. I think that that's definitely been his, you know, MO as a character. Do you agree? Yeah. Kerpa? 
Yeah. Okay. So I guess the question is, Aditya, what, like, what event in this section of the book stood out as as that example? I'm still finding it. I'll just find it quickly. I'm pretty sure I'm near it in the book okay. right now. I wonder if there's anyone's mindset that is changing a little bit to become more like that. Like doing whatever it takes to, to account for the survival of the whole group. Like, like we know that's her, but is there anyone else that's, you know, if it's a spectrum, you know, like I don't want to do anything and I want to do everything or anything. Is there a, a character or two that are moving on that spectrum? Um, well, I think it was chapter 16. I'm not sure, but I noticed Lori wanted to help more. I don't like Okay. What did she, what did she want to do? Like what? Uh... Um, I think it was chapter 16 or 17. Um, she wanted like to help the people in the burning building. Yeah. So that's right. At, right in chapter 16. Yeah. Yeah. With the tents and like giving them whatever they had. Yeah. Yeah. So I noticed she started helping a little more, even though Adam didn't really want her to kind of help. And what do you think about that? Do you think that that's about Adam not wanting her to? Um, well, I think he wanted to protect her, I guess, in a way. Yeah. So, like, he doesn't get hurt. So she wanted her uh, her to stay home and, like, be safe or, like, in the walls. But she wanted to, like, help. Okay. And do you have an opinion on that situation? Like, is that um, something you you think Adam... What, what's your what's your opinion on that? Well, I understand what where Adam's coming from that he wants her to be safe, but I also like how Lori like wants to help. She doesn't just want to stay home. Yep. So I kind of like how Lori's kind of switching into that. Yeah, I noticed uh, Lori's character a little bit more development. Like she seems like she's yeah got much more of a a presence. Let's say in this mm -hmm. in this book so far. You know, she's not just like what Adam's interested in. She's a character in the survival game now. Yeah. Did you find that spot? Yeah, I'm pretty sure one of them was when they were in the committee meeting and they were discussing about uh, the rations, the rationing. Okay. So Herb wanted to, or Herb sided with the idea of... Um, the amount of food that's being given. So, and he, he even said that might ne not necessarily make people happy as well. So that's where I got the idea from. Okay. Yeah, he's the, it, it's definitely a theme. Herb's willing to do whatever, right? Um, so let's talk about that for a second. So the, the because there was a, a point in the story where Adam and Brett were going into the woods to, to do a specific activity. Can you guys, do you know what I'm talking about? Hunting for deer. Yeah. So Adam and Brent go hunting for deer 
and they're having a conversation and Brett says something in particular that kind of makes Adam angry. Do you guys know what that was? I'm pretty sure. It was something about his mother's, I'm pretty sure. There was one point, yeah, Adam had talked about, uh, or sorry, Brett had said, you know, he, not that he didn't disrespect the captain, but there's a difference between a captain and a police officer. Um, so I was more about the, what Brett thought about the people of, of the compound. You remember what he said about the people at the compound? He admired them, sort of. <laughs> He did. He said he admired them. And what did we just, Kerpa, what did we just learn about these people at the compound? What what kind of things, what kind of people are they? Um, they wanted to help, I'm not sure. Like more like helpers instead of just being there. Okay, not, not really the people at the compound. The people at the compound, Aditya, do you want to fill in the blank? People um. at the compound were like terrible people who did like lots of bad things so they put innocent women and children as prisoners um they fed on (laughs) yeah they fed on smaller neighborhoods as well destroying them completely yeah so they're a bunch of bad people the enemy and here's brett telling adam that he admires those people didn't did you guys find that interesting at all did that stand out to you? Yeah, it did. Okay. And so Brett said that he he might have chose the wrong word and blah, 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 blah. But so why did he say or help me understand why he would admire such bad people? Why did he choose that word? Any ideas? no so he had said he admired those people because they were willing to do whatever they needed to do to survive that's where his admiration came from which connects to what you're saying aditya herb is willing to do whatever it takes to survive fair yeah so let's put herb on a scale of one zero to 10, 10 being do whatever it takes. Doesn't matter what it takes, whatever it takes to survive. Herb, the compound are tens. Is that fair? Yeah. Kerpa, do you agree? Yeah. Okay. My question to you guys is where do other characters fall? Specifically some of the characters that are popping up more so than others, like a Brett, like an Adam. Where, where do they fall on that spectrum of whatever it takes, in your opinion? Um, I feel like Adam would be maybe a five because I guess he understands that some things need to be done, but he also likes helping other people more. So he'd give up some of that necessity for moral character. Oh, good way of putting that. Necessity for moral character, well said. Okay, so that's Adam. Kerpa, where do you think Adam falls in that? Um, I was also going to say like somewhere around the middle. Okay. And do you have a reason for that? or? Um, what Aditya said, I agree with 
what he like he realizes but like he doesn't really like he doesn't have the I don't know what you what you would call it but Herb's more like if we have to do it we'll do it but Adam's more like yeah we have to but like I'd rather not yeah now which is funny because like he flies the plane into the compound to blow people up but just because he's not throwing the grenade doesn't mean, you know, like I, I have a a tough time seeing Adam as being right in the middle, just based off history, right? He's done. He blew up a bridge just because he didn't throw the grenade. Doesn't mean he didn't do it. Right. He shot, you know, helped play a role into shoot a Cessna out of the air. Granted, they were shooting at him. So you want to look at it as self-defense for conscience, whatever. I definitely feel like Adam is, is getting closer to the 10, like from where you guys are saying, maybe like a five, but I think he's, he's gotta be more towards the 10 than the, than the five. No. Well, I think at the beginning he was more like around, you know, like the three, five, but like now he's getting more to like the 10 and like higher. Okay, so what about Brett then? Where does Brett stand on that spectrum? Um, Maybe like a 10 because he seems to do whatever it takes. So he doesn't really seem to care about um, people that much. So he... And he doesn't seem to care about people that much. And he, um, I mean, he's also said that he admires those people, the compound for what they did, um, what they did, um, doing whatever it takes to survive. So that also gives me the idea that Herb is like them. So he feels like he can relate to them. Interesting. Okay. Kerpa, what do you think about Brett and where he stands? Yeah, I think he's like a nine. Close to okay. Reasoning or? Same, same as I did. Yeah, I wouldn't like put it any better. So yeah, same. <laughs> Good. Compliment to Aditya. Well said, Aditya. Um, okay, so I'm. Let's let's. I'm interested. Do you think Adam will become a ten, or do you think that's not possible? Um, I honestly don't think he'll become a 10 because I feel like he's becoming more independent in this book and he's not following Herb's shadow or anything. So he's becoming more independent as, as we see, so, so most of his choices go into helping other people, like bringing those prisoners in when, um, Herb wanted to leave them. Yeah. So maybe I'd say he's around an eight. Um, because he understands what needs to be done and he's learning more, but I just feel like he wouldn't be able to do something horrible in order to survive. You think he can get up to like an eight? Because you said he's a five, so you think he, yeah. he can get up to an eight, but he's not going past that. Yeah. Okay, Kerpa, what do you think? Yeah, I think he's he yeah around an eight because I feel like he's always going to have that uh, soft spot for like people. Yeah. Um. 
because he pairs a lot. So I think he wouldn't go any higher than like a nine or an eight. So I think he's around there. Interesting. Okay. Um, all right. I'm, I'm satisfied with that. Those answers. I think those are, are great points. Okay. What else? Is there anything else you guys found interesting? Things that you might have connected to? Yeah, I feel, um, I don't feel, um, I'm questioning about what started the fire at the I don't feel. I have no feelings. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just questioning about what started the fire in chapter 16. So that's what I was wondering about. Okay. So Herb said there is there's a sniper outside, but I don't think he meant there's like a sniper sniping the building, but I think he just meant there's people outside with guns. So that leads me to think that maybe they started it for as a distraction for the neighborhood because it seems really close to the neighborhood anyway so maybe yeah. they were planning an attack on it so that's what i was going towards so it's funny that you bring that up because in chapter 16 herb tackles that right and I, i'm pretty sure adam says like oh i didn't even think about that no one would have thought about that only herb would have is because herb tells the guards to go do something specific because everyone's run into the fire right uh, I had extra guards around the neighborhood or in certain places. Where people might be trying to attack. Um, maybe the far side. Because they're all going to be gathered up in one place. Yeah. So if like the fire, like if we're going, let's say the, it's northeast, southwest, right? If the fire's on the south side, Herb was like, go send people to the north wall. Because that's the polar opposite to where they everyone like all the attention is and he said that simply based off exactly what you're saying like maybe this fire is a distraction to, for the compound to come and attack us from where we aren't right like it's yeah just, it's just crazy like that's such a that's such a crazy mentality so yeah i'm interested to know where where the fire came from as well i think that's uh that'll be a defining moment in whether they can figure that out or not right do you think it was purpose? Yeah, because I feel like because Herb said there were uh, snipers outside, so if um that okay, one second. Because Herb said there might be snipers outside, I feel like it might have been intentional because of that statement. So because of that, they might be trying to um invade the neighborhood, and it feels awfully close. Yeah, and it feels just odd to burn a building down for no reason. So because of that, I'm also thinking it might be a trap. Interesting. Okay. Kerpa, you got any opinion on that one? Yeah, I agree. But I also had a question. Yep. Do you know how uh, Adam would rather be in like the plane and like flying above like everyone? Would you rather be in the plane or like be more on the ground and like? Oh, that's a good question. Are you asking me a would you rather? Yes. <laughs> yes. Love it. Um, oh, would I rather be in a plane? Am I the pilot? Uh, yes. Okay. So would I rather be flying a plane or on the ground in the fire situation or any situation right now? Uh, it could be any. I think... I think I'd rather be on the ground. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. The whole, the whole, 
like heights aren't my favorite thing in the world. I don't mind flying. Like I'm not afraid of flying in any way, but like I kind of feel helpless in a plane at the same time. Like if I'm on the ground, I can go take cover and like, you know, get to where I need and I'm in control of my body. But in a plane, like you're so visible and so vulnerable. I just, I think I'd, I would choose, yeah, I would choose being on the ground. Okay, so so if you weren't the pilot or like like driving the plane or whatever, whatever you call it, yeah. you still want to be on the ground. Like I think I'd still want to be in, because I would like the control of being in control of my body and like where I would be going and what I would do, be doing. Yeah, okay. Makes sense. What about you? Or what about Aditya? Um... Well, first I was thinking of plane, but then people can like shoot the plane down. Like I'm not trying to fall down from the sky. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I'll be on the ground. I don't like heights. I did yet. So in any situation, I would probably like to go flying because I like heights. So I yeah. think I would find that pretty fun. But in this fire situation or the rule of three world, I probably wouldn't want to be in the air because I feel like people would be always watching and be wary of me so and they would try to shoot me down or do something about it so i probably wouldn't want to be in the sky in the rule of three yeah I, I i tend to agree i really really like like i have like an uh a nerdy i don't even know what to call it like i'm i really like maps and i really like area aerial views of things like i like looking at things from that view i, I just find it i don't know something in my brain likes it um so i think without the thought of like being shot down and like being a vulnerable target up in the sky. I think I agree. I'd rather be up in that kind of seeing the world from that vantage point. But in this one, I got to put myself on the ground for sure. But look, I love that Kerpa that you just turned the tides and gave me a, would you rather? Ooh, maybe that's inspiration for next, uh, next conversation. Bring a, would you rather to the table? Yeah, be more interesting. I think that's a good one. I, I I like it. All right, so maybe that's a cliffhanger. Stay tuned for next week when we go. Would you rather <laughs> in conversations? Yeah. All right, thank you to you both. Great conversations. I look forward to next time, and uh, keep reading. Bye.